0: Good morning, and welcome to the Jesuit Institute Hour here on Radio Veritas. My name is Francis Correa, and I'm going to be with you for the rest of this morning. Oh, sorry. So this morning, we're going to do something slightly different. It is, as you know, the first Thursday in Lent. It's uh, the Thursday in what uh, in some places called North Week, with next week being first week of Lent. Um, I think that's a tradition that comes out of Oxford, actually, to, to refer to these first three days as North Week. But as we enter into Lent, I think it's really worth thinking about what it is that Lent is inviting us to, that the church is offering to us to help us deepen our relationship with God. So we're going to spend the first part of the morning really tapping into some of the work that is close to my heart, the work of Ignatian spirituality, and I'd like to give you some ideas about how to engage with Lent fruitfully this year. So that's the first thing we'll do in in the first part of the show. And in the second part of the show, we're going to be chatting to Anne Baker from the Catholic Institute of Education, and we're going to be talking about education in the country. We're going to be talking a bit about Catholic education, but just also talking about uh, the challenges of education, the various crises that seem to be facing us in education, and just some of our thoughts about, you know, what's, what's really going on here. So we are looking forward to doing that in the in the second part of the show. To come back to the first part, I want to just uh, let us think a little bit about Lent, and a little bit about what Lent offers to us, what Lent is inviting us to, what what Lent is really about. So often, when one says Lent, the first thing that kind of comes up is, are you giving up chocolates for Lent? Well. Uh, those of you who know me well may know that I, I give up chocolates all my life because they give me migraines, so, so I can't do that. But even if I could, I have, over recent years, I've really started to struggle with the sense of, of, of a focus on what one is giving up and, and to be more in tune to what am I taking up or that if I'm giving up something, I'm giving it up in order to make space for something better. So it's not just about giving up, but it's really about thinking through uh, what needs to be in place for me to really be the person God wants me to be. And then when I think about that, there's a kind of a step before that. And that step is about knowing myself loved by God. That it seems to me, and, and this would certainly be an Ignatian principle, that before we can... Before we even get to looking at our sinfulness, before we get to looking at what we should do away with, before we get to looking at change, what we should be doing is gazing at Christ, and even more importantly, becoming aware of God's gaze on us, of God's love for us, that the first thing we need to be doing is really stopping and standing still long enough for God to speak in our hearts. And uh, I, I I have a friend, Trevor Hudson, who uh, he's the Methodist minister who this year joined with two of the Jesuits and wrote the little book together. The three of them wrote a book, Deepening Friendship with God, which is on sale from the Jesuit Institute, which is a journey through Lent. But Trevor has a a wonderful kind of line that I'm going to borrow. He he talks about that hymn that we, we used to sing when we were choosing about, set your eyes upon Jesus and look full on his wonderful face, and the things of the earth will grow strangely dim in the light of his glory and grace. And Trevor says he thinks that hymn is heretical. And why does he think it's heretical? Because he thinks that, in fact, the second part, set your eyes upon Jesus is all very good, but then the things of the world will grow strangely dim. No, says Trevor. In fact, if we set our eyes, our gaze upon Jesus, the things of the world will grow strangely clear in the light of his glory and grace, that we will see more clearly around us. We will see into our own life. We will see into our own family situation. We will see into our community and into our country. We will become more aware, more critical, more wanting the world to reflect the values of the kingdom of God. We will, if you like, be more open to that prayer Jesus invites us to pray in the Our Father when we say to the Father, Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. So there's that kind of movement, and the movement is from First I gaze at the Lord, first I allow God to love me, and then, in the light of God's love for me, I kind of am able to look around and see what I want to change. So when I was thinking about that, all sorts of things were going through my head, and one of the gospel passages that really resonated strongly for me was the story of Blind Bartimaeus. So I'm going to read that gospel to you. I'm going to read you Mark's version. So it's from Mark 10, verses 46 to 52. I'm going to just read the scripture to you now. And then I'm going to invite us to use a way of praying. Um, I I have a friend who is Benedictine. And whenever I teach Ignatian styles of prayer... If he knows that I'm doing it, he'll send me a little line and say, so you're you teaching that stuff Ignatius stole from us again, are you? Uh, and I think that's true, that Ignatius was really formed by the tradition of the church that went before him. He, he was formed by particularly Benedictine spirituality. He he did different things with it, but his styles of praying with scripture are rooted in the Benedictine tradition um, and really come out of that. Uh, so So I'm going to lead you into into what's called gospel contemplation, um, which is really it's become so much a, a hallmark of Ignatian spirituality that people think that Ignatius developed it, but it's originally a Benedictine style. And we're going to just sit with the scripture, pray with it this way. So we start with me reading the scripture and then I'll lead you into the, the meditation Mark ten forty six to fifty two. As Jesus and his disciples together with a large crowd were leaving Jericho a blind man Bartimaeus which means son of Timaeus was sitting by the roadside begging when he heard that it was Jesus of Nazareth he began to shout Jesus son of David have mercy on me many rebuked him and they told him to be quiet but he shouted all the more Go, said Jesus, your faith has healed you. Immediately, Bartimaeus received his sight and followed Jesus along the road. Okay. So, to get us into this way of praying, I'm going to play a little piece of music now. And I want you just to listen to the music. Let the music, if you like, just lead you into a space of stillness, a space of calmness. And then to listen to my voice I'm going to talk and we're going to explore this meditation using our senses and our imagination, almost as if we ourselves were Bartimaeus. So I'm going to invite you now to imagine the scene as if you were there. Begin by imagining the sounds that you might hear on the road out of Jericho listen to the sounds of people talking and walking to animals to birdsong what do you hear then i want you to notice what might the people have been feeling just in their bodies Uh, was it hot or cold comfortable uncomfortable windy to noticing perhaps what the clothing the texture of the clothing might be feeling like so imagine you are one of these people in the crowd and just notice what you feel in your body I want you to imagine the sense that you might smell just think about the scent of the crowd perhaps the scent of the dust in the road the smell what can you smell or taste on the air really to allow yourself to be in the scene now you may want to just look around now to use use your sight What do you see in as much richness as possible to picture the scene to see the people the road the side of the road the buildings what do you see now imagine that you notice a blind beggar sitting beside the road begging Notice what does he look like? I invite you to enter into his feelings, just imagine what it feels like for him to be sitting on the side of the road, for him to be blind hearing the others walking past the road. What does he feel? It may be helpful to look deeply into his face, to his eyes, or perhaps to his hands, to really feel with him. And just notice, as you gaze at this blind beggar sitting on the side of the road, what feelings are roused in your own heart? What do you feel? Now I want you to imagine that you can hear the group of people coming out of the city and they are talking to and about this man Jesus who is in their midst. Just listen to them for a moment and look at them. What do you notice? Bartimaeus, the blind beggar, hears them too. He hears them speaking about Jesus. And something shifts inside him because he cries out, Jesus, son of David, have mercy on me. What do you feel as he shouts? The people around him Scripture tells us they tell him to be quiet and what do you think was going on in their hearts and minds when they said be quiet just imagine that for a moment but Bartimaeus cries again Jesus son of David have mercy on me and Jesus responds and says, Call him. And now something shifts in the people and they say, Cheer up on your feet. He is calling you. I want you to, in your imagination, watch the blind beggar getting up and going to Jesus. And I want you just to feel with him what he might be feeling in this moment.